0: Is life and healing to you. It's health to all of your flesh. And so, if you get the Word of God inside of you, uh, if you will uh, take your medicine, so to speak, uh, then uh, the Word of God will produce what it was meant to produce. Now, we have looked in our studies uh, on healing and redemption, we talked about seven redemptive names. And uh, one of those seven redemptive names uh, that you find in the Scripture uh, in the Old Testament uh, is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our uh, physician or healer. And different translations obviously render it differently. Uh, Some translations just simply say the Lord that healeth thee. That's uh, King James Version. But uh, some say the Lord, your physician. And... uh, one translation says uh, that makes you immune to, your, to disease. Uh, I like that. Praise God. So you're not just, uh, just trying to get healing or receive healing, but you're immune to sickness. In other words, you can build up your immunities. And uh, doing what we are going to share today will build up your immunities to sickness. And also uh, will heal you if you do get sick. And so, uh, in this particular passage, uh, we see if God is our physician, that's in Exodus chapter 15, verse uh, 26. If the Lord uh, is our physician, or he is our doctor, if you will, uh, not that we do not believe in doctors. Thank God for doctors and all that they do to assist people and help people uh, physically and in other ways as well, emotionally sometimes. Uh, but uh, the, the doctor naturally is endeavoring to help your body heal. That's the purpose of the doctor. Your body uh, is designed to heal itself. So they're trying to help the process and uh, help you to uh, get or gain health in your body. And so uh, God's desire is for you to gain health in your body. Uh, And for you to live long and to live strong. How many want to live long and live strong? Uh, You don't want to just live long. You want to live strong. And so, uh, in this particular passage, uh, God, who is our physician, uh, is giving us a prescription. Or He is prescribing His Word to us as medicine, and He's also giving us the way in which we are to take the medication, right? So let's look here in uh, verse 20. It says, My son, or of course, my daughter, my son or daughter, attend to my words or give your attention to the Word. Now, if you give your attention to something, how many have uh, been talking to people and they weren't paying attention? Just think about me, what I have to deal with. No, I'm just all right, so uh, I'm just kidding. You, uh, you know, I, I'm in church all day, so if I don't have fun, I don't get to have fun all day. So, <laughs> so as a, uh, you know, you're communicating with somebody, and if they don't pay attention, you would like for them to, you'd like to get their attention, right? Sometimes your children don't pay attention. Sometimes your husband doesn't pay attention. I figure, I'm oh. i not trying to start a war. I'm just using this as an illustration. Sometimes your wife doesn't pay attention. Sometimes uh, your employees don't pay attention. Right? Sometimes people in church don't pay attention. But he says, God says, attend to my words. Give your attention to it and attend to it. If you were going to attend uh, to some business, then uh, you're focused on taking care of that business. That becomes a priority to you, doesn't it? So I've got to attend to this business, whether it's your uh, job, work, business, or whether it's your personal business, uh, you got to attend to business. So you got to focus on it and get the job done, right? So then he's telling us how uh, that we are to look to the word. He says, first, to attend to my words or focus on it, give your attention to it, and give your time to it, give your mind to it. I mean, if you're going to attend to something, you got to give your mind to it. How I many have uh, been trying to do something and then your mind drifted and you were doing something, you were in another place and, and, you, and you made mistakes, didn't you? You missed out on your opportunity sometimes because you weren't really paying attention. Thank you, Jesus. You know, if you go uh, in a place of sales, you know, the salesperson may come to you and talk to you. Well, you know, uh, I believe in service, and service is good, right? If people will attend to the customers. Uh, sometimes people will over-attend to them, you know. But you, uh, but you like service. You know, some places you go, you can't get anybody's attention that works there. And then when you do get there, you know, finally get a little bit of their attention, then they still don't have to pay attention because they're not really engaged in their own job and the purpose that they're there, right? So attention is very important, and attending to business is very important. If you're going to be a success in life, you have to tend to your own business, right? Actually, the Scripture says, mind your own business. All right, so. <laughs> so... Talking about, in that case, busybodies, people that uh, they think more about other people's business than their own. Uh, I didn't say that to you unless you need it. All All right, so here we are. God says, give your attention, attend to my words. Then he says, what? Incline your ear unto my sayings. Incline your ear unto my sayings. So what he's doing, he's telling us how to take or ingest, if you will, or receive the word of God. He says, incline your ear. If you're going to attend to someone, then you're going to have to listen to them like a attendant at the store. And, and, and you finally get their attention, but then they don't really listen to you well. Well, I'm looking for this. This is what I need. or And then they don't really pay good attention. So uh, they just kind of, oh, I think it's over somewhere. Uh, somewhere around there. Well, that didn't help you a lot, right? But if they, I, I've been in some stores, they'll say, well, let me show you where that is. And they'll take you. Over. What a what a service, customer service. That's a nice thing, isn't it? They actually help you find it. I used to work in a grocery store when I was a, a, a teenager. And wow, my... Because they always, back then, they always had to check prices. You know, you're up there bagging groceries or you're uh, checking groceries or whatever. And, and somebody has to run, check the prices. Now, it's always uh, uh, challenging for me, it was, to go in the health and beauty section. I didn't stock the health and beauty section. Now, they want me to go find a price for this little item in the health and beauty section. But you just do your job, right? Go get her done. Nowadays, with technology, they just... It's done, you know. So, uh, God wants us to pay attention... He wants us to incline our ear. Listen well. In other words, he doesn't want uh, the person to go check the price. And they come back and say, well, what was that? Could you show me that again? Could you tell me what that was again? No. You want to pay attention before you run over there and try to figure out what the price is. So... God wants us to incline our ear, so attention, attending to and inclining your ear to the Word of God is very vital for your receiving the Word and receiving your help or healing from God. Amen? Now, he said, incline your ear to my sayings, and the scripture says, take heed what you hear. Then it says, take heed also how you hear. Because you could hear something and not really hear what was said. You hear with your filter. Right? You could hear with the filter of your mind. And you filter out really what the Word of God is endeavoring to say to you. Like I've had people say to me, you know, you said today. And I said, well, not really. In other words, when I was preaching, they thought I said But that's not exactly what I said. In other words, the way they heard it and what I said were not one and the same. And so sometimes we hear through, again, our filters of our minds. And so we see or hear things the way we already think about them. So it's so important to look at the Word and look to it until the Holy Spirit opens our eyes or opens our ears and helps us to hear and see. Praise God. Because the next thing he says, he says, let them not depart from your eyes. Don't let them depart from your eyes. So I I do believe in hearing the word and you coming to hear the word, but you also need to look at the word. That's why we take the time. In most cases, unless the Holy Spirit is inspiring me to preach and I'm quoting a lot of scripture, uh, most of the time I'm going to have you look at it. I want you to turn to it in your Bible. And then when you go home, then you know where it is in your Bible. right? You've got the reference and you can meditate upon these things. Because for us to just teach on healing is one thing. But then you go home and take some time to meditate upon these things. And and, uh, Paul said it this way, meditate upon these things, give yourself wholly to them, speaking to Timothy, who was a pastor. But pastors are not the only ones that are to meditate on the Word. Everybody is to meditate on the Word. And it's like, uh, you know, if I came and, uh, uh, you know, just gave you the Word and uh, you didn't eat it, so to speak, then it wouldn't do you very much good. Uh, if you go to a place of uh, dining, a restaurant, a nice restaurant, and, and they cook a nice meal, you ordered off the menu, they cooked a really nice meal, the presentation was very nice, and they brought it out to you, it was hot. How many of you like it to come out hot? Like, you don't want it to sit on the, on the counter there for 10 minutes, and then finally somebody picks it up and brings it to you, because by that time it's cold. Right? So it's fresh, it's hot, it's hot, it's a nice presentation. They bring it to the table. And you just sit there, that's really a nice meal. That really looks nice. Now, how many go ahead? You know, it's amazing how you can have conversation. You know, you're talking, and I hope you're conversing instead of looking at your phone. All right, so you're having a nice conversation. And, and then uh, things get quieter when the meal this week i was eat, eating with some uh, uh, some other ministers and you know we were having a great conversation just talking and and then all the food came out and it got quiet <laughs> thank you jesus you know in order to listen you have to get quiet you know we believe in uh, worshiping god praising god and And thanking God and worshiping God, but when it comes to hearing the word, we have to, okay, now we're going to listen. We're going to listen. We're not going to just talk to God. We're going to listen to God. Because when you're hearing the word, you're actually listening to God. This is not speaking. I'm not speaking just from my own thoughts here. I want to speak from God's word so that the word of God then gets in your heart and faith comes, how? By hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we've been teaching on healing and redemption, but now we're just telling you how to take your medicine. Thank you, Jesus. So he said, don't let it depart from before your eyes. So you've got to look at the word for yourself. Take this word home. Take the scriptures home. Look at them. Meditate upon them. And through the week, go over them. Say, well, I want to listen to all the uh, people on YouTube and I want to listen. Uh, Sometimes you just got to keep listening to your pastor's voice through the week. I don't mind you listening to other people, but you got to listen to your pastor's voice. What does a pastor do? Prepares meals. And a certain element of your diet. If you're deficient in a certain area of your diet. You got to pay specific attention to that area. In order to build up that area. So that then the whole body is healthy. From a natural perspective, but then spiritually, the same is true. You hear your pastor's voice, then you feed on that word. That meal came out to you. You didn't just pass it by and look at it. You just thought, oh, that's a great looking meal. No, you partook of the meal. You ate it. You took it in and enjoyed the moment then as a result, it is beneficial to your body, right? It gave you strength and energy. Why? Because you didn't just get to enjoy it. You actually benefited physically from it. You don't just get to enjoy meditating on the Word. You actually benefit from it. And the benefit lasts through your day, maybe a week, a month, a year. But you have to continue, just like you eat food, you have to continue to eat eat the Word of God. Eat your spiritual meal. So through the week, meditate on the Word of God. And let your heart be filled with the knowledge of God's Word and His will concerning your health and healing. Thank you, Jesus. So He says, don't let it depart from before your eyes. So... I mean, I've looked at some scriptures, these, these as well. I've looked at some scriptures thousands of times, but I still look at it. I still go over it, still meditate upon it. Why? Because it's revelation, it's life. It's never boring. Hallelujah. So you're meditating on healing, meditating on the Word of God, and you're going over and over the Word. He says, when you do this, When you meditate on it in this way, you attend to it, you incline your ear to it, uh, you don't let your eyes depart from it, you look at it. He says that by doing so, you keep it in the midst of your heart. What did David say? Uh, I hide your word in my heart so that I might not sin against you. Well, you hide the word in your heart so that it works in your life. And so in this case, it heals your body. It brings health and wholeness to your flesh, soundness to your flesh. He said, keep it in the midst of your heart. For they, these words, are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. These words are life to those that find them and what health or healing to all of their flesh. So I'm going to read it to you out of a few other translations. Uh, Living Bible says, let them penetrate deep within your heart. Another translation, Knox says, let a man master them. They will bring life and healing to his whole being. They will bring life and healing to his whole being. Lesser's translation, Isaac Lester, he says, and to all his body a healing. And then Rotherham says, to every part of one's flesh, they bring healing. So to every part of your flesh, the word of God brings healing. So sometimes, well, let me just uh, communicate the story of Jesus. Most everywhere he went, he healed all that were sick, right? Right? But in his own hometown, he could not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. And the next thing that Jesus did after that when it says he couldn't do many mighty works uh, because of their unbelief, the next thing he did was taught. Because the cure for unbelief is the teaching of the Word of God. I said the cure for unbelief is the teaching of the Word of God. So if you get the Word on the inside, then faith is going to arise. And faith then lays hold of God's provision. In this case, of healing. So when you lay hold of the Word, then, then you're able to, by faith, lay hold to the promise of God. And in this case, again, it's healing. Healing is the children's bread. So it's health and healing to all of their flesh. Now, I uh, think about to all of your flesh uh, uh, when you consider uh, the anointing and the Holy Spirit or the Word of God as smart. And I liken it to a smart bomb. I said I liken it to a smart bomb. In other words, it knows where to go. It knows where to hit. Knows what the target is. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Years ago, I, you know, I, I was having some symptoms in my body. It was I was I, I was in my twenties, and so I went to the doctor. And the doctor said, you know, he talked to me about eating sugar, white sugar, and he said to me, he said. White sugar goes to the weakest part of your body. He's a Chinese doctor. And he said, White sugar goes to the weakest part of your body and weakens it further. So, in other words, he's taking uh, a a natural illustration here. We consider uh, white sugar, what it does is strip down, basically, and it goes to the weakest part of your body, and it weakens it further. So, that's the negative side. Let's uh, take the Word of God and hit it with the positive side. The Word of God, see, that sugar obviously identifies the weakest part, And goes to that weakest part. Now, spiritually, the Word of God identifies the weakest part. And goes right to it and heals and restores. Thank you, Jesus. I could use the illustration. I mean, you know, when I had uh, the fall, the accident. And and broke uh, seven uh, bones in my face. uh, It affected my eye. My eye was damaged. And so... Uh, I was speaking the Word of God concerning healing. The first thing I said, all bones are in place because they all felt like they were out of place. and so, (laughs) So I started saying, every bone is in place in Jesus' name. We talked about that last week. Call those things and be not as though they were, right? So that was the first thing I said. And then a scripture rose up in me. in Acts chapter 3, verse 16. That through faith in his name, we have perfect. This man has perfect soundness. So I began to claim perfect soundness. So I spoke perfect soundness. for, And I still say it to this day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for perfect soundness. And so... Uh, In that process, you know, one day I was here on the platform sitting over there or standing over there. You know, I look at the back screen because you're looking this way, but I'm looking that way. If you think I'm not paying attention to the person that's worshiping, I'm actually looking at the screen. There's words on that screen like, but mine are smaller than yours. (laughs) And so uh, I'm, I'm looking back there and singing and I'm like, man, I can't see that very well. So. I thought, well, maybe I didn't put my contacts in. I go back. I check. I got my contacts in, but something wrong with them. I take them out, come back. I can see. So I went to the eye doctor, and um, he said, well, you got this right at 20-20 vision. Praise the Lord. Well, I've been wearing glasses or, or really contacts for contacts for 25, 30 years. I mean, I wasn't saying I claim 2020 vision, but I was saying I have perfect soundness in my eyes, in my face, muscles, nerves. Praise God. So the anointing is smart. The word of God is smart. I said, the word of God is smart. Hallelujah. So while you're speaking the word, the word is doing the work. I'm just believing the word. I'm just believing the word of God, promise of God, saying what the word of God says, agreeing with God's word, and I'm applying it to myself. And as I do, then I'm being as specific as I know to be at the time, and I'm saying what I believe, and as I am, Holy Spirit is doing the work in my body. So it's over time. I mean, you know, it's a year into it. <laughs> Some people they they'll say the word for a week. And as a pastor, I don't think that's working for me. No, you got to keep saying the word. You got to you know, when you're speaking the word, you're really schooling yourself in faith. In other words, you're keeping your mind stayed on the word. You're keeping your focus on the word. And your focus on the word of God or the promise of God is your guarantee of success in that area of your life. So I just kept saying the word. So the word of God will go to every part of your flesh. And it'll do what? He said it'll be life to those that find it and health to all their flesh. Actually, uh, the margin of my Bible says medicine to your flesh everybody say medicine now if you're going to take your medicine I mean if you go to the doctor you you spent the time you went to the doctor you made the appointment first you went to the doctor you sat there for who knows how long you sat there and you waited for the doctor because he or she is a busy person and so you're on their schedule not on your schedule right so you have to wait for them So you're waiting for them, and finally you get back in a room. They do a few checks, and then uh, you sit there, and you wait again. So you're waiting. You've spent your time. All right. You've invested your time. The doctor comes in, spends maybe five minutes with you or six, whatever, time frame it was, and 10 maybe, and they spend the time with you, and then they write a prescription that you can't read, right? They, you take that to the pharmacist. You get to the pharmacist. You drop that off. You don't know what he's prescribing unless, I mean, he gives you this long name or he tells you what it is, and, but you can't read it, right? All right, so the pharmacist, they know how to read it. They know what to give you, and they uh, make that, prepare that, You purchase it. You paid your money at the doctor. Now you're paying your money for uh, the prescription or at least, you know, if you got health care, of course, you still pay some deductible. And so, uh, but you're paying, right? That's in some way for health care or whatever. All right. So here you are. You've got this medication. You take it home and it says, take it three times a day with meals. And you look at it and you think, I don't really, I don't really trust that. I don't really think. I want to take that. How many have ever done that? You don't have to. Come on. It's, people do that all the time. So, And so, so, I don't think I really want to take that. So, if you don't take it, I mean, maybe it would have helped you. Maybe it wouldn't. I don't know in your case. But I do know this. It's not going to do what the doctor prescribed it to do for you if you don't take it. If it works, it's not working for you because you didn't take the medicine. Well, and of course, with any medication, usually there's side effects. It says at least warnings of possible side effects. And so uh, the doctor prescribes that, and the pharmacist will, you know, if you're asking questions, thankfully they'll tell you a few things. Well, it could could cause this or this or this or this side effect. And so you can study up on it. If you go on the Internet and self-diagnose, you'll be crazy. All right, so... (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, I think you 're going to be worse off than you because you 're focused you know some people think, and, and i 'm not saying don't you can 't study up on things, but don 't over don 't overdo that because you 'll overdose on your problem <laughs> so, so, so nowadays people think they are a doctor okay. the, you know, they can go on, uh, on some website, and then they, they know exactly what's wrong with them. They know exactly what they need. You might kill yourself. <laughs> but study, right? But don't overdo it because people get all worked up in their minds. So let's go to the Word. Am I helping anybody? Let's go to the Word, and let's take this Word like Medicine. God is our physician. He's given us a prescription, and he's given us a way to take it. He tells you to what? Give your attention to it. Incline your ear to it. Don't let it depart from your eyes. Keep it in the midst of your heart. And if you do that, he said, this is the result. It will be life to you because you found it, and it will be health to every part of your flesh. Wow, that's a pretty good uh, uh, outcome. I mean, if God says this word has the power to bring life to you and health to every part of your flesh, don't you think it's worthy of your investment of time, of effort? Praise God. Money if you need to buy a CD or money if you need to buy a Bible. Investment. Praise God. You're, you're making an investment in the kingdom of God because you see it's beneficial to life. You pay your tithe. You honor God. And, and you do things that you, you, it costs you money, right? You're, you're serving God. It's costing you time. It's costing you effort. But just time to meditate on the Word. It is an investment of into your life. Praise God. And so when you're meditating on the Word, you're taking your medicine, and you're taking your medicine, and the Word of God is smart. Hallelujah. The Word of God that goes to the weakest part of your body if necessary, and it starts strengthening that part, giving life to that part of your body, and health and healing to that part of your body. Because the Word of God is God's medicine. And then if you go on your next visit to the doctor and, and you say, doctor, doctor, that medicine didn't work. He said, well, let me look here. And he says, well, I prescribed this and this. And, 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 and he looks back at you. Now, did you take it according to the prescription? And you say, well, well, uh, <laughs> well, 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 uh, well, 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 not Exactly. Well, did you? T- how did you take it? Well, 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 well. I, I didn't really take it. Now you know the doctor's going to look at you and say, "You have to understand, this medicine does not affect you by looking at it only. You have to actually take it according to prescription. <laughs> Can't just stick it upside your head." Take it in your mouth. You have to actually swallow it with your meals, okay? And then it's going to bring benefit to you. So if you go to God, so people will go to God. Well, Lord, I've been believing. Lord, I've been believing. Lord, Lord, I, Lord, Lord, I prayed, Lord. I prayed, Lord. I I cried, Lord. I did this, Lord. You know. And he said, well, did you take your medicine? And you said, well, Lord, well, well, uh, well, well, well. Did you take it according to my prescription? Well, yeah, I couldn't get to church when pastor was teaching on healing. Uh, I, 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 will, I, 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 you uh, Did you read your Bible? Did you meditate? ah. Uh, uh, well, Lord, you know I'm busy, Lord. I'm busy. You know, Lord, I'm busy. You know how busy I am, Lord. You know, it uh, it doesn't work that way. Praise the Lord, it's like the chef comes out at the restaurant that we described earlier and he said, did you enjoy your meal? And he's like, these people are kind of weird. All right, so they don't eat. Did you not enjoy it? You paid your money, you took your time, you sat down. Now, how many would do that? Nobody in the room, right? Everybody would at least try it. Right? Try it. You'll like it. All right. So if the chef asks you, "How was it? Did did you enjoy your meal, or is it not good?" I see you're not eating everything. Is uh, is there a problem? So no, I just, uh, I just don't know why I'm here. (laughs) So church is not just so, okay, pastor preaches that fiery sermon, and I went out, and I was so fired up, and I was like a sparkler. By the time I got in the car, all of my light was gone. (laughs) So next week, pastor, do it again, pastor, do it again, pastor, please. Please going to take more than that it's going to take you digesting the word you attending to the word you inclining your ear to the word you uh, uh, looking at the word yourself and you keeping that word in your heart and by doing so it the word hallelujah the word one translation said, it it the word will be life Hallelujah. And help. The word of God has a power to heal. If it is received, it has a power to heal your body. Glory to God. So you just keep looking at it, keep listening to it, keep hearing it. Hallelujah to Jesus. Keep speaking it. Another part, let's go to, you don't have to turn there, we'll just go there for the sake sake of time, we'll not turn there. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, Joshua 1 verse 8 says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. What does that mean? That doesn't mean that it shall not be spoken out of your mouth. It means that you'll have it in your mouth and on your lips. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. It'll be in your mouth. It'll be on your lips. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Now, Jesus, you know, you know, Lord, you know we can't meditate all the time, Lord. You know, you know we're busy. You know we got things to think about. We got things to do, Lord. You know we can't be meditating all the time, Lord. Don't you understand that, Lord? Now, I understand, I, I work hard, I spend uh, effort in business, whatever we got to do with church, ministry, and so forth, so I understand you got to use your mind for business, but still, you can have these little snacks, because we know you, you have these, people have stuff in their drawers, in their desks, and, you know, stuff they shouldn't even eat, they just, but they got it, Yeah. It's, You know, they got snacks in the drawer. They got snacks in the break room. They, they stop by here and get a snack. Get a snack here and a snack there. Snack everywhere. Praise the Lord. Snack everywhere. All right. All right. So, it's, it's amazing. People on the diet, they sneak around. She's not in the kitchen. the kitchen. You know. Right? So people snack physically, naturally, but we need, you could at least take a snack. Just take a quick snack break. Hallelujah. By his stripes, I was healed. Hallelujah. I am strong in the Lord in the power of his might. My body is quickened by the Holy Spirit. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of me. He quickens my mortal body. He gives life to my mortal body. Jesus bore my sicknesses and carried my pains. Jesus has redeemed me from the curse of the law, being made a curse for me. Just saying those things, what are you doing? You're giving some attention. It didn't take long. I just did that in 30 seconds. Didn't take long, but you're keeping your mind stayed on him. If, and especially if you have a pain in your body, don't, oh my God, my God. MD. I can't. What is that? Well, you know, not your do fir- Don't go there first. Go to the Word first, yeah. by whose stripes ye were healed. Hallelujah. Himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses. He himself bore my pains. He carried my pains. Praise God forever. Just get on the offensive Amen. instead of the defensive all the time. Yeah? Oh, oh, oh. In fear. Let's go to the word. Go straight to the word. And Father, what do you have to say? What does the word say concerning my health right now? It says the same thing it said last week. It says the same thing it said last year. It says the same thing it said uh, when God wrote it. When He penned it by the Holy Spirit through men, it was the word of God. Then it is the word of God. Now it's a promise of God. Then it's a the promise of God. Now God is my physician, and I'm going to take my medicine right now. I'm going to go ahead and take my medicine. I don't have to run to the doctor right this minute. I I didn't say not go to the doctor. I said, I don't have to go right now. I'm going to Dr. Jesus right now. And praise God forever. And 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 when you call on him, you don't have to say, well, uh, you know, it's going to be two weeks before I can get you in. He said, oh, come right into my office. Praise (laughs) God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Now, what is that you're dealing with? Now, what is this that we have to say about that? We say that by by his stripes, you were healed and give you that medication and you started taking that medicine how by attending to it inclining your ear to it you're doing what you're looking at it you're looking at the word praise god you're meditating on the word the word meditate he says meditate what day and night if you're meditating all the time throughout the day throughout the night you're speaking the word the word meditate means to ponder it means to pour over it means to go over it and over it again and again it means to actually speak to yourself. It means to mutter, to utter, to talk to yourself. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, I happen to live with my wife, so, uh, so, you know, we might be passing each other. Oh did you? Were you talking to me? No, I was talking to the Lord. I mean, we talk to each other. That'd be bad if you were married and you didn't talk to each other. But, you know, we're talking to the Lord through the, throughout the house, you know. Walking through the house, talking to the Lord. Praying or saying, or saying the word, speaking the word. Praise God. Because we have a fellowship with God. I fellowship with God in my car. Fellowship with God when I'm getting ready to go to, to work or go to church or whatever. You fellowship with God throughout your day. Got your mind? You got to do all these things naturally, but you can take at least a break. Hallelujah. Oh, on your break time, get a little heavier snack. Hallelujah. At lunchtime, get the Word. Meditate on the Word and spend some time going over the Word. Hallelujah. What is it going to be? Life to those that find it and what? Health to all of their flesh. Anybody get something in here this morning? Did I help you? Did the Holy Spirit help you today? Praise God. If you'll meditate on the Word, it will be what God said it will be to you. Life to those that find it and health and healing to all of your flesh.